Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Welcome, Freedom Fighters, to Flawed and Free Podcast, where we build, empower, and equip disciples of Christ through deliverance and healing. My name is Tina, the Warrior Princess, and I am your host. As a spiritual warfare strategist, prophetic intercessor, and deliverance minister, I take great pleasure serving you and supporting your journey from the flaws of your past into the freedom of your future. Follow me and be set free. Hey guys, welcome back to Flawed and Free Podcast. This is Tina and I am your host. I'm excited to bring to you this week's episode. It is a subject, of course, that is near and dear to me and hopefully all of you. We are discussing this week, who is he, the Holy Spirit, and I am just over the moon, totally elated as the Lord has helped me to prepare this for you. There's so much in this episode. I hope you bring your pens or your pads or you go back and listen again later. This may be a little meaty for you, for some of you, and maybe not, but either way, I hope that you get some tips and some tidbits from this episode to utilize and use in your day-to-day work. Walk, and I hope that it helps to equip you for your journey and building intimacy and relationship with him in Jesus name. So without further ado, let's proceed and prayer to invite the Holy Spirit in. Father God, we thank you. We thank you, Father, for your spirit. Father, we thank you for your peace. Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you, Father, for coming to dwell and dwell and be amongst us in this prayer, Father. As I proceed to share that in which you have given me, Father, I just pray that you will allow their hearts to be open to receive whatever revelations and whatever knowledge that you have willed for them to receive, Father. So use me as your vessel, as your messenger, as your servant of the Most High God. We just thank you, Father. I pray that you cover this podcast, this platform, this ministry with your blood, with your will. And I just thank you, Father, 
for being here with us and helping us for sending your helper, for sending our guide, our advocate, our counselor, Holy Spirit. Father God, we just thank you for your name is above all names and we just give honor and glory unto you. And this time as we spend together, we pray that you will visit each and every one of us as we partner in this prayer with Holy Spirit to do, to receive, and to move as you see fit in our lives. Thank you in Jesus' name. So, it's time for Flawed and Free. Yay! Yet another week you have tuned in to hear little old me. <laughs> and maybe some of you, this is your first time. If this is your first time listening, welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's get into today's topic. Who is he? Holy Spirit, who is he? Man, we got a lot to cover today, so I may have to split today's episode up into two episodes, but we'll see. We shall see what God has for us as he has given me this teaching today for myself and for you. I pray that it edifies your spirit and it supports your walk and your journey towards the purpose and the promises of God for your life and that you can take away from this episode whatever it is that the Lord needs you to see, to understand, or to even do in the days to come to build your relationship with him, to receive those divine downloads we're always talking about, and to walk in the fullness of God. Glory be to God. So the Holy Spirit, we're coming, we're going to be talking about a lot of scriptures. I'll make sure I put them in the episode description for today so you can go back to study them further. But Holy Spirit, there are many, many, many dimensions, many dimensions to the Holy Spirit's character, to the Holy Spirit's personality and power. And I believe that a lot of us have not had the opportunity to mature or to grow in who he is because we have not met him in all of these dimensions yet. And so as we pray and partner with the Lord Jesus Christ to invite the fire of the Holy Spirit in us, through us, I hope and pray that you will see as he shows you who he is being the way, the truth, the life, the spirit of truth, and so many other functions. And you are able to see all of the dimensions of Holy Spirit and who he is and how to tap in. Even myself, I'm telling you now, I am growing by the day as I seek out 
the source of my life, the creator of my life to show and to lead, to guide me. I am seeing him in different ways. And so the same may be for you, even though we talk all the time about the spiritual spectrum. You may be here. I may be there. You may be over over here wherever you are he meets us there and he can be everywhere all at the same time because we serve an omnipresent God as Jesus the Lord Jesus has sent the Holy Spirit to assist us and to indwell in us and among us he is our revelatory guide and he will give us wisdom knowledge and so many things that we don't have to struggle anymore with what to do, where to say, where to go and how to do it because we can tap, 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 tap in, tap into him. And so you're probably asking me, well, how do I do this? One of the major ways that we do the foundational principle that we talk about all the time is in prayer. It's just making yourself available. And it just sounds really simple, but it really is making yourself available in prayer. Sometimes you have absolutely nothing to say. Sometimes you know don't know what to say, but the Lord our God tells us that the Holy Spirit will make intercession for us the perfect will the mysteries of God and so when we don't know what to say we can surrender our minds to the Holy Spirit and he will stand in the gap and he will make intercession through for us through moanings and groanings and utterances of the perfect will of God of the of everything that you don't even know in your natural mind what to say isn't that such a blessing and a gift from God to be able to not even say a word nor for those who have received their heavenly language and pray in the spirit most don't even know what they're saying now you may be able to ask and you can ask for the interpretation of your tongue but it is not necessary because your spirit knows exactly what to say and how to say it and what you need and all of the things that God has petitioned or wants to impart into you the blessings of your life by the power and the might of the Holy Spirit you don't have to learn it you don't have to be trained up go to school get any student loans to learn how to commune in power with the Holy Spirit it is already done God has sent the Holy Spirit back for us for he said that it is best that I leave and I send the Holy Spirit to help you as a helper now the Holy Spirit there are seven functions of the Holy Spirit and that is the foundation for a more fruitful and exciting walk with God the seven functions of the Holy Spirit and as we proceed we'll talk more about the sevenfold spirit and the sevenfold ministry of 
Holy Spirit, the seven spirits of God. And I'll break that down for you as we move along. But I want to start out today speaking on our helper that Jesus Christ promised unto us. And so our first set of scriptures will be coming out of John 14, verse 15, and we will read down into verse 30. So verse 15, I know it's kind of long and I won't break it down line by line, precept to precept. Otherwise, we'd probably be a two hour podcast, but I'll make sure I pull out the points that I believe Holy Spirit wants me to share with you today because we do have a lot to cover. So let's get ready. So verse 15 says, if you love me, I'm reading out of the NKJV version. If you love me, keep my commandments, verse 16, and I will pray the father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. Verse 17, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. Glory be to God. So as we're going to discuss these several chapters from 15 through 18, God is promising the helper, the spirit of truth. And so the world does not understand the things of God, nor the Holy Spirit or the move of God through the Holy Spirit, because they, it's foreign. He does not know them, nor do they know him. But us as believers, we do. And God, when we accepted him, we also received the Holy Spirit as he promised us. Now, I'll break that down and explain a little bit further. But the Holy Spirit, who is, as we all know, or maybe you're just coming to know, he is our comforter. He is our counselor. He's our helper. He is our advocate and so much more. But the advocate is the spirit of God himself. The advocate only could come after Jesus left and he sent the advocate, the Holy Spirit to care for us and he sent them to guide us. So when Jesus left and he ascended into heaven, he left and he immediately sent the Holy Spirit to uh, an amongst into the whole, into the disciples. And we are disciples of Christ. We are building the church in this present day and the church is the body of believers not just the building or the brick and mortar of the building but as believers we are disciples of Christ and so when he left he left the the regenerating power of the spirit immediately came on the disciples just before Jesus ascension into heaven and the spirit the holy spirit was poured out again on all the believers at pentecost 
in Acts 2. So shortly, and this was shortly after Jesus ascended into heaven. So when he first left, the, the disciples received the Holy Spirit first because they had an assignment in the earth. They had to continue to move according to the will of God. And so immediately upon his, upon Jesus leaving, just, just before he ascended, he actually imparted the Holy Spirit into his disciples. And then the world be, um, received on Pentecost, the believers then received the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in Acts Two, so the very the Holy Spirit is the very presence of God within us and all believers, and this is how we learn how to live as God wants, how we build His church in the earth, and by faith we appropriate the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit's power, each and every day. And so again, the Holy Spirit is important on our journey because he counsels us, he assists us, he comforts us, and these are the word the 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 functions as the advocate, as our as our power as the power of God is placed and present within in in dwelling in each of us. The word of God also calls him our encourager, and he is very very powerful and he is working for us and the Holy Spirit is working within us. Glory be to God. And so God promised us that he would never leave us nor forsake us. And he has it because he has sent back the Holy Spirit to help us. And so verse 19, we'll go ahead and continue, says a little while longer and the world will see me no more. And he's speaking of himself. This is Jesus speaking, but he continues to say, but you will see me because I live. You will live also. Verse 20, at that day, you will know that I am in my father and you in me and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me and he who loves me will be loved by my father and I will love him and manifest myself to him. What is this saying? The second tidbit that and takeaway that I want you to know and to take with you is how do we express our love for the Father and for the Holy Spirit? It is through obedience because this is how we express our love to God. So not just as we partner in prayer for his will for our lives and for anything else he seeks to reveal and give and or impart into us our other command is to love and to receive him as he receives us in love and he will manifest himself to each and every one of us and I'm telling you the more obedient your walk becomes in Christ the more you will see the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in your life 
life. And so the Holy Spirit is alive. God speaks to being alive. Verse 19 said, because I live, you will live also. So the Holy Spirit is active and he is walking amongst and dwells in us and after after Pentecost in Acts 2 he came to live in all believers so many people are unaware of the function and the power and the gift of the Holy Spirit and his activities but to those who obey to those who are near to the heart of the Father will hear his words and understand the Spirit's power and the Spirit will give a new way of looking at life. He will show you how to live, how to grow, how to walk, how to receive, because it is his job to do so. And so for many of you that are maybe struggling with the idea of, do I hear from God? Is this the Holy Spirit or not? Um, if it aligns with the will of God, with the word of God, it is the Holy Spirit. As you are making yourself available, as I started giving you the first tidbit of takeaway, as you make yourself available, you will begin to see more of the manifestation of Christ Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit with you. And you will then begin to understand his voice more for the Lord our God says that my sheep know my voice. He is our shepherd. And so you will begin to hear and know his voice. The more you intentionally and purposefully take your time in sitting with him. And so let's move into verse 22. Judas, not us Iscariot said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not the world? Verse 23 says, Jesus answered and said to him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. There's the obedience, right? The word of God. And my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. Verse 24, he who does not love me does not keep my words and the word which you hear is not mine, but the father's who sent me. So we've already discussed and talked about the love of the father and how he will come and dwell and make a home with us for those that love him and that Jesus was sent by the father, our God. Now, verse 25 speaks to the gift of the Holy Spirit in peace. 25 says, as the Lord speaks, these things I have spoken to you while being present with you. But verse 26 says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all 
all things that I said to you. Verse 27, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Verse 28 says, you have heard me say to you, I am going away. Let's not forget and coming back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice because I said, I am going to the father for my father is greater than I. And now I have told you verse 29 before it comes that when it does come to pass, you may believe. Glory, glory, glory to God. So the Holy Spirit helps us as we study his word, the spirit of truth. We trust him to plant truth in our minds and and convince us of God's will. And the Holy Spirit reminds us when we stray from it. So as the Lord is speaking about bringing to your remembrance, how many times have you lost your train of thought or something? the Lord has given you a promise in a vision or in a dream or prophetically or something that he's spoken in your spirit and you may remember some or parts or not all and all you got to do Holy Spirit bring it to my remembrance Holy Spirit bring it to me and he will it is true and he will if you sit for a second he will bring these things to your remembrance as you partner with the word with the bread of life with the word of God the word of God will plant those seeds of truth because the Holy the word is the spirit of truth is the Hey, Freedom Fighters, I hope you are enjoying this podcast episode so far. I have great news. I am now booking one-to-one consultations for 30-minute and 60-minute calls. This is where we can discuss matters of spiritual warfare, dream interpretations, prophetic encouragement, and Holy Spirit-led guidance, counsel, and wisdom. If this may be you go to the flawed and free.com slash connect the flawed and free.com slash connect and you can then book a session with me glory be to god hope to see you there bye sword of the spirit and this is how we receive God's will for God's work as he is intended for our lives and so God speaks in this these last verses of John about the peace of God that comes from him that the world cannot give so even in the midst let's use the pandemic COVID-19 all of the confusion and chaos and worry and foolishness that's out here in this day and time where the world has ran frantic in fear and all of these things oh my god oh my god get vaxxed get vaccinated do this do that all of this but there's a peace that god gives you i have had so much peace in the midst of the world's chaotic situations this peace that i know that only god the father only the holy spirit could have given me and 
And the end result, the outcome of the Holy Spirit's work in our lives is deep and lasting peace. So unlike the worldly peace, which is defined by the absence of conflict, there has been an increase of conflict over the course of time and it will continue to increase. So how do you keep your peace in the spirit? How do you keep your peace by partnering with the Holy Spirit? Because there is a peace, there is an assurance, there is a confidence that comes in your walk with him that no matter what is happening around you you will have the peace of God and fear will leave you and we have no God told us that God did not give us the spirit of fear so if you are fearful anxious panicky full of this type of spirit this is not of God this is of the enemy it is sent by the 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 adversary the devil and so sin fear uncertainty certainty, doubt, and numerous other forces sent by Satan are at war within our minds, within ourselves. But the peace of God will move by the power of the Holy Spirit into our hearts, into our lives. And it is the Holy Spirit's job to restrain, to bind up these hostile forces and to give you peace and comfort in the midst of conflict. And so it is Jesus Christ that gives us this peace. If you are willing to receive his peace, God is not a authoritative dictator. He will not force anything on you. Not even salvation will he force upon your life. You must be open and willing to receive that in which God wants to give to you. So if your life is full of stress and worry, anxiety and panic, allow Allow the Holy Spirit to fill you with the peace of Christ Jesus. In Philippians 4, 6, and 7, it speaks to experiencing God's peace. How do we experience his peace in him? It comes by him, through him, through the power and the function of the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God. So why as as believers, it baffles my mind to see even spiritual leaders and people walking in such fear when you should know and have and be working in the work of the Holy Spirit. Now, John 16 and 7, if you get a chance and you're taking notes, John 16 and 7, we're going there now to talk about the work of the Holy Spirit. I'm so excited about this part of the broadcast because now we're going to get into a little bit more meat. Verse 7 says, in case. JV. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It, this is Jesus speaking. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. What a gift, the gift of the Holy Spirit, the gift of the Holy Spirit. What a gift from Christ Jesus. He said that though 
I am no longer living and walking and working amongst you. I will send you something better than even me. He will come to you again if you are willing to receive and that will give you and help you be at peace and I can do nothing but tell you the truth that as I depart, I will send him to you. So in Acts 2, the day of Pentecost, the believers received after the ascension, A-S-C-E-N-S-I-O-N, meaning he erected and arose or into the heavens, right? And so shortly after his ascension on the day of Pentecost in Acts, the believers received the power and the Holy Spirit and the disciples actually received it prior to his ascension uh, immediately so that they could do his work. So as his believers and followers and disciples of Christ, we are his and we have him, the Holy Spirit. Now, the seven spirits of God in which I started speaking of, the sevenfold spirit, you'll see in Hebrew studies and other studies, this candles, there's seven candles. They may reference them as the seven candles of the Lord or the sevenfold spirit, the seven spirits, aka the seven works of the Holy Spirit. So the seven spirit is symbolic to the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit of God. The sevenfold spirit, you may see it in scripture or hear it spoken of as the sevenfold spirit. It's just another name for the Holy Spirit. Now the number seven is used a lot in scripture, all throughout the scripture in revelation to symbolize completeness and perfection. And so the sevenfold spirit Spirit of God symbolizes and acknowledges the revelation to of completeness of perfection. So let's look at John 3, 6, 3 verse 6 real quick. Let me pull it up. 3 verse 6 that says it says NKJV that which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit and so the spirit of God is born of the spirit we can also go and look in let's see Acts 1 verses 5 one verses five. So as we are believers coming into the will of God verse, this is the Holy Spirit is promised to us in in Acts one and five. And so it says in verse five for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit, not many days from now. Remember, I discussed in Acts 2. This is, and this is Jesus speaking. This is Jesus speaking to the assembly, to the people of God, too. And so he's explaining and giving and sharing the promise of the Holy Spirit and, and explaining the baptism by water right? Which initially came through John the Baptist. And now he's explaining 
obtained the baptism of the Holy Spirit with what? The evidence of speaking in tongues. When? In Acts 2. And so in Acts 1 verse 5, he is preparing the people for the promise. Y'all, he is preparing. I'm getting stirred over here, y'all. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get this word out, but he is preparing the people for the promise of the Holy Spirit, the release of the Holy Spirit. And the Lord Jesus promises them and tells them the children of Drew to wait, to wait. He commands to wait that though John baptized you by water, you will and you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And so thank you, God. Thank you, God, that we are and have received the manifestation and the baptism of the Holy Spirit, who is our comforter, our counselor, our guide, our advocate, our helper. He has made us a kingdom of priests for God and the sevenfold spirit, the sevenfold ministry of the spirit. I'm going to explain the sevenfold spirit. We're going to go now in into Isaiah 11 and 2. Isaiah 11 and 2. Give me a chance. I'm pulling up Isaiah 11 verse 2 so I can explain the sevenfold, the sevenfold spirit of the Lord. Okay, so Isaiah 11 2 says, The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. So there they are, the sevenfold ministry of the spirit. Number one, I'll repeat that for you. You can read Isaiah 11 too, if you want to look for yourself. But the first is the spirit of the Lord. That's the first. The second is the spirit of wisdom. The third is the spirit of understanding. The fourth is the spirit of counsel. The fifth is the spirit of might. The sixth is the spirit of knowledge and the seventh is the spirit of the fear of the Lord. So I just read the scripture to go with that, that explains the work of the Holy Spirit, the sevenfold ministry of the Holy Spirit, the seven functions, which again, I explained earlier in this broadcast is the foundation for a more fruitful, more prosperous, more productive life in him. So let's see, I think I have, there's another scripture I wanted to share with you guys. I believe it's Zechariah 4 and 10. Give me a quick, quick, quick second. Let's go into Zechariah 4 and 10. So 
about the seven lamps. He's talking about the representing the eyes of the Lord. Okay, so Zechariah 4 and 10, verse 10, I'll read it for you. And I'm still in NKJV says, for who has despised the day of small things? For these seven rejoice. <laughs> there you go. For these seven rejoice to see the plumb line in the hand of Zerubbabel. They are the eyes of the Lord, which scan to and fro throughout the whole earth. So the seven lamps, the seven, the eyes of the Lord that they are speaking of, they says these seven for these seven rejoice. It is, and it represents the seven lamps, the eyes of the Lord. And so these, this is speaking to the seven fold spirit. This is speaking to the seven fold spirit. Let me go into um, do, 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 do. I don't think there was there was another one here. I have so many here. Okay, so Zechariah, let's go and look. Let's go back into Zechariah three and nine. Zechariah three and nine states, "For behold, the stone that I have laid before Joshua." Upon the stone are seven eyes. Upon the stone are seven eyes. Behold, I will engrave its inscription, says the Lord of hosts, and I will remove the iniquity, which is unrepented sin, of that land in one day. Sevenfold spirit. These are the seven eyes, the seven lamps. This is the representation of the Holy Spirit, the sevenfold spirit of God. And so the the Bible is referencing all around. So when you're reading this and you don't understand what those seven spirits are and what those seven works are, which is again, number one, the spirit of the Lord. Number two, the spirit of wisdom. Number three, the spirit of understanding. Number four, the spirit of counsel. Number five, the spirit of might. Number six, the spirit of knowledge. And number seven, the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Let's go into revelations and no worries. I will post all of these scriptures in the episode description box. If you would like to go back and look and study these accompanying scriptures for yourself. Revelations one, Revelations one, verse four, greeting to the seven churches. Okay. Verse four, John to the seven churches, which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was, who is and who was and who is to come. <laughs> and from the seven spirits who are before his throne and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead and the ruler over the kings of the earth to him who loved us and washed us from our sins and his own blood. I went into verse five as well but again here's a re in revelations they're speaking of greet the greeting to the seven churches and the sevenfold spirit of god and jesus christ and as he is the ruler of all things 
One last scripture will go into Revelations. I think I have here three, three and one, Revelations three and one. And to the angel of the church in Sardis write, and it's speaking, this is the dead church, the titling of this, Revelations three and one, the dead church. And to the angel of the church in Sardis write, these things says he who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars in quotes. I know your works that you have a name that you are alive, but you are dead. And so be watchful and says verse two and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have not found your works perfect before God. And you can actually go on. This can, this explains further about the names, the garments, um, being clothed in his garments, but, and it speaks to the dead church and the sevenfold spirit of God being the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit, the Lord, our God, Jesus Christ, he is not dead. He is alive as we are alive in him. So the last verse will come out of Revelation 4 and 5, speaking to the throne, uh, the throne room of heaven. Four and five, Revelation four and five. So it says, and from the throne proceeded lightnings, thunderings, and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne. So if you've seen or heard the seven lamps, and you can look this up, the seven lamps, the seven candles of the of the spirit. This is referencing that. And from the throne proceeded from proceeded lightnings, thunderings, and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. And so it, this goes on to explain before the throne, there was a sea of glass like crystal. And this is in Revelation speaking to the throne room of heaven. And so the throne of God, the fire of God, the seven lamps, which represent the eyes of the Lord that are seeking and moving to and fro through the land, through the land. What can we do for God? What can we do with God? What you do for God may even seem small and insignificant at some times, but God rejoices in us with what is right, not necessarily in what is big and known. God is faithful as we are faithful to who we are in him and what he has given us and what he has given us to do, what we have and what we do. We can do so much more by the power and the strength and the might of the Holy Spirit, more than what we can do on our own. And so we submit and surrender our will to God and the outcome is always his. And if you want to receive the fullness and walk in the fullness of God, you must give in, partner in, lean in and, and grab a hold to the power of the seven spirits, to the works, to the seven works of the Holy Spirit. And in partnership with him, we have 
all that we need to move, to function, to operate, to build, to be equipped, to grow, to mature, all things that we need, we have in him. And there is so much power in the Holy Spirit. There is so much power. So tap into the power that God has given you this day. Make a declaration, write it down before the Lord in prayer to partner with Holy Spirit, to move with him. So as you're preparing yourself today, if you've made it to the end of this broadcast, if you have prepared yourself for a move of God to be strengthened, to grow, to mature in him, to make sure that you number one, partner with him in prayer and make yourself available. Number two is to obey the commands of God, obey the commands and the word of God so that you can receive him as he has intended. That is the power and the strength and the glory of the Holy Spirit that God has left for us so that we would not have to function as orphans and all alone because we are not alone. We have him, the Holy Ghost, our father, who not only arts in who arts in heaven, but we can see the manifested works of the power of the Holy Spirit now, right? This isn't just what we're waiting on to receive as we go into eternity at the appointed time, but we can receive, move, and have our being in him now in the earth through the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, I'm so grateful and thankful to God for not leaving us by our lonesome down here. I am so glad I am rejoicing in the seven works, in the power of the Holy Spirit, in this broadcast, podcast, and even beyond. So continue to seek the source, the creator, the Lord, our God. Continue to cry out to our father, Abba, come and rescue us and save us from ourselves. Help us to tap in and to see the power of the Holy Spirit be made manifest in our lives this day. And we thank you, Father, in advance for him, the Holy Spirit, and for your sacrifice for each and every one of us on the cross. I love you guys. God bless you. Until next week, to God be the glory. Thanks for joining me on Flawed and Free Podcast. Make sure you follow and subscribe. Click the bell on YouTube on my channel and follow. Don't forget to meet me live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Tea and Testimony with Tina to discuss weekly podcasts and answer questions. I'll be streaming from YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Flawed and Free, or if you're streaming from IG, it's at The Flawed and Free. Till next week, God bless, where we are free to be me, flawed, and free.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.